episode 11 of the Battle Academy podcast. My name is Monica. You may know me in-game as Anthissa or on social media as Anthissa21. And if you were missing me last week, I apologize due to some of the stuff that's been going on last week personally and um, where my regular job is concerned. I felt that there was too much going on for me to also include doing this podcast And hopefully you guys will understand the fact that I had to put this on hold for at least a week while I make sure all of that was taken care of and all of the pressing matters dealt with. So here we are and we're back and just in time because Sylph has announced their new cup and we are going to be discussing that today. Going over some of the info for it, the search string, which I will include the website for the Sunrise Cup resources in the description of this podcast, as well as the link to pvpoke.com. I always include that one for you guys. Um, I'm also going to be covering J.R.E. Seawolf's Nifty or Thrifty. Uh, I call it Battle on a Budget for at least the cheaper stuff. And then, of course, the splurge spends once you get into the higher-end stuff. Before all of that... um, This news has probably gotten around a little bit, but since this is Battle Academy, I do cover everything. I am going to kind of reiterate it. The Flying Cup and Go Battle Night have both been postponed. Those are Go Battle League events that were coming up. They were supposed to occur um, this past Tuesday, actually yesterday as I'm recording this, and uh, there is no word yet as to when those will be re- scheduled. Uh, I'm going to keep an ear to the ground on that one and try to make sure I get it posted to Twitter and Instagram as soon as I find out. Of course, there's going to be a lot of other people running that information as well. If you don't follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you can check out uh, Ghost Stadium, Pokey Professor Network. Their their, uh, social media always keeps up with it and a few other people as well. So if you're not following me, there are other resources where you'll get that information from. Alrighty, let's get into it. The first official cup of Season 3 has been announced. It is called the Sunrise Cup, and it is an interesting meta. Flying, grass, fire, ground, and normal. Now, the information that's coming off of this is that they have designed this cup for newbies coming in from Go Battle League. So this is going to be based on Pokemon that you could get as a Go Battle League reward. Basically, it's kind of a way of inviting new players in. There are some that are going to look at that and go, why? Well, with the launch of Go Battle League and PvP for Pokemon Go, more people have been coming into the game and trying everything out, especially with... Everybody still being on quarantine and lockdown, limited hours, work from home, what have you. They're finding they have a lot of extra time on their hands and they need to have something to do with it. So some people are coming back into Pokemon Go. Some people are getting caught up in Animal Crossing, which I will eventually get back into doing that again. (laughs) Um, I haven't done any of the streaming with it yet, but um, I don't know. But that's an entirely different thing and has no reason here (laughs) so forgive me my tangent um banned for the sunrise cup is going to be rock pokemon and megas if you're not familiar with what this means what rock pokemon well the meta calls for flying grass fire ground normal again going back to the information i covered in the beginning of this show a few months ago 
uh, Pokemon can have dual typings. So any of these Pokemon that are flying, grass, fire, ground could also have a rock typing as well. Those will not be allowed. Again, there is a search string on the Sylph website that you can just copy to your clipboard and post in your search bar, and it'll cover everything that's eligible. Um, basically, you're looking at Pokemon like Aerodactyl not being allowed for this cup, just to give you an idea of what you won't be able to use, or like Rhyferior or things like that, just so you know what you're going to look at. In fact, I punched the search string into mine, and the first ones I'm looking at are Flygon, Shiftry, Chirum, Wigglytuff, Skarmory, Gyarados, Shadow Articuno, Charizard, Victini, so on and so forth. And uh, apparently, you might be able to use Victini, so it may be worth at least trying out if you've gotten your um, Victini from GoFest. So just a little bit of food for thought there. Although not everybody has Victini, as not everybody did GoFest. So that's just something to keep in mind. Now that's just my list of what's available. And some of these actually are going to show up in the PV Poke top list. Um, I've got that I'm going to talk about the top five, but I will cover the top ten just to let you guys know what everything is there. As well as some counters you might want to consider because the top tier of the meta is going to show up a lot. So let's take a look at the top 10. Now, I'm not going to go in depth on all of the top 10, but I am going to at least list them off for you. Now, granted, yeah, you could find this information yourself, but sometimes people kind of forget to do that, so I always like to cover it on the show anyway. All right, your top 10. Your number one is going to be Galarian Stunfisk, which is an odd but interesting choice. Mantine, Obama Snow, Skarmory, Altaria, Vigoroth, Pelipper, Obama Snow. Now this is regular Obama Snow. The first one listed at number three is Shadow Obama Snow. Zapdos and Shadow Dragonite. For your honorable mentions, Articuno, Shadow Zapdos, Noctowl, Obstagoon, and Shadow Swampert. Be prepared to see any of those as well as to go ahead and round out the top 20. I know I said I'd only do the top 10, but oh well, here we are. Ferrothorn, which I will get into talking about later, Shadow Articuno, Victini, like I mentioned earlier, and Shadow Snorlax, and Regular Swampert. Alright, so that is your top 20. That's basically going to be the majority of what you run into. So you can kind of think about how you're going to counter them and how you're going to build your team. Now for me personally, you want to kind of look at the typing a little bit and build your team based on Half being what's going to be in the meta, your strongest powerhouse Pokemon of the top 10 to 15, and then coming up with counters for those Pokemon. Attached to this is going to be the image of the Sunrise Cup meta simplified. Definitely worth taking a look at. One of those is one of my personal go-tos, which is Wishcash, and I will talk about him in a little bit. First off, let's take a look at some of these top five Pokemon. Stunfisk, your move set is going to be Mudshot, Rock Slide, and Earthquake. So, and for most of these Pokemon, all moves are available. There might be one or two Community Day moves that you may have to worry about if you have an Elite TM, but otherwise, most of the movesets, I believe, are available. Your key wins are going to be against Skarmory, Snow, Altaria, Shadow Dragonite, and Zapdos, and these are all the ones that are showing up in the top 20, just so you know. 
Key losses are going to be against Mantine, Vigoroth, Swampert, Wishcash, and Ferrothorn. Now, Swampert, Wishcash, and Ferrothorn, I will discuss those in a little bit. They don't show up in the top five, but they're definitely worth considering for countering the Pokemon in the top five. Your move sets, fast moves available are Mudshot and Metal Claw. More people are using Mudshot. I believe it is because of how fast it, you can fire off. It does do a good amount of damage depending on the Pokemon you're dealing with as your opponent. And it will build up pretty quickly as well too. Your charge moves are going to be Rock Slide, Muddy Water, Earthquake, and Flash Cannon. Now, it says in the, the listing for Stunfisk, Rock Slide and Earthquake are your top ones. Keep in mind though that Muddy Water is tied with Earthquake, but it's like... 21.9% preference versus 21% preference with Earthquake being the lesser preference but being the listed move. Muddy Water can still do some pretty good damage. I've had to deal with it before and it's been a mini pain in the neck. So either of those moves, in my opinion, would be viable. So just because you have a Galarian Stunfist that has Rock Slide and muddy water doesn't mean you have to go and change it you can continue to use the muddy water if you want because it's still going to do pretty good damage and about equal people are using that and earthquake uh your weaknesses for galarian stunfisk are going to be against fighting fire ground and water so if you meet any of those pokemon pull your stunfisk it's got resistances to poison, steel, flying, bug, rock, psychic, fairy, electric, normal, and dragon. So if any of those pop up, you can go ahead and kind of at least tank one or two charge moves. And uh, I'm bringing that up now because that's going to be the AP Battle Academy term that I talk about in the back end of the episode. So if you're curious what I mean by tanking a charge move, I will get to that eventually. So please stay tuned. If you have a Galarian Sunfisk premium move set you're looking for, or IV rank you're looking for, is going to be a level 27 Sunfisk, which is going to have IVs of 0, 12, 15. And please keep in mind as we talk about the IVs that a Pokemon has, that's not really a set in stone thing either because a different IV set may get you better setup. Sometimes it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of an attack stat on your Pokemon so that you get that charge move priority in your favor. Next up is Mantine. They are suggesting Bubble, Bubble Beam, and Ice Beam. Your key wins are going to be against Galarian Stunfisk. Vigoroth, Skarmory, Altaria, and Swampert. Your losses are both Abomasnows, Shadow Articuno, Ferrothorn, and Shadow Dragonite. The fast moves available are Bubble, Wing Attack, and Bullet Seed. More people are using Bubble. However, there are some people using Wing Attack, and it's very close percentage, so I'm guessing either way would be a good way to go. So if your Mantine already has Wing Attack, you don't have to worry about spending the TM if you don't want to. Don't worry about that. Charge moves, Ice Beam, Aerial Ace, Bubble Beam, and Water Pulse. Again, this is another situation where PV Poke is calling for the third ranked charge move, despite the fact that more people are using a different charge move. Most people, by preference, Ice Beam and Aerial Ace. Aerial Ace is a good charge move, and it is effective against some other Pokemon. I believe it does have a good effect against Grass. So, 
it might be worthwhile to consider Aerial Ace as well. So if you've got a good Mantine, you're getting a second charge move on it. If it pops up Aerial Ace, it might be worth keeping. So it's just personal preference on that one. And your IV spread weakness and resistance. Weaknesses against electric and rock, which is pretty good because that's a really low set of weaknesses for this cup. Your resistances, ground, fire, water, fighting, steel, and bug. So it's only weakness in this cup is going to be anything that is double typed as electric. Say Galvantula is available. No, Galvantula is not going to be available for this cup because it's bug. Pardon me. But say you have something that is flying and electric or grass and electric, like flying electric, I guess, would be a Molga. That, I think, would be the only thing you'd have to worry about, which is not too bad. So one weakness in this cup is pretty good. Resistances, ground, fire, water, fighting, steel, and bug. You don't have to worry about bug showing up unless it's a grass bug Pokemon. Um, but either way, Mantine is a sturdy Pokemon. It's going to be able to take hit. Your IVs and rank level are level 27 and a half, IVs of 0, 15, 14. Again, it's ideal, but if you have something closer with maybe a little bit of an attack on it, not going to be a problem at all. Your next Pokemon is Shadow Abomasnow. Its key wins are against the Galarian Stunfisk, Mantine, Skarmory, Altaria, and Wishcash, and it loses against Vigoroth, Swampert, Shadow Articuno, Zapdos, and Regular Articuno. Fast moves available, Powder Snow and Razor Leaf, and more people are heavily using Powder Snow. It, it makes a hit when it hits. Charge moves, Ice Weather Ball, Energy Ball, Outrage, Blizzard, and Frustration. The key moves they're calling here are Powder Snow, Ice Weather Ball, and Energy Ball. So this is everything that everybody is using normally, although Outrage is pretty close to Energy Ball, and it can do some damage depending on the Pokemon you're facing. Your weaknesses and resistances. The problem with Obama Snow, it has a lot of weaknesses. Fire, Poison, Bug, Rock, Fighting, Steel, and Flying. Now you're not going to see the Rock, but some of the others, if it's dual typing, could come up. Resistances, only a handful, but it might be worthwhile. Water, Electric, Ground, and Grass. Your rank level and IVs are level 24 and 0, 15, 15. Number four on the list, Skarmory. If you play PvP before, or you just try Go Battle League and you've built you up some Pokemon and you've been listening to some of the stuff I've talked about earlier, you might already have your Skarmory built up, so it's definitely worth putting on your team if you've already got it set up. Your attack set that they're calling for, Air Slash, Brave Bird, and Sky Attack. All right, so we're switching from uh, Flash Cannon to Sky Attack there. Okay, that's interesting. Not Sky Attack, Brave Bird, excuse me. It's been a long week. I've been trying to keep it easy, but it's just been a little crazy. Your key wins for Skarmory are against Vigoroth, Abomasnow, Altaria, Wishcatch, Ferrothorn. Your key losses are Mantine, Galarian Stunfisk, Swampert, Shadow Abomasnow, and Obstagoon. This is interesting. It wins against regular Abomasnow, but does not against Shadow Abomasnow. I, that might be the minor bump that the shadow bonus gives to Shadow Obama Snow. So shadows are definitely worth considering if you have a few up your sleeve. Now I've never seen Shadow Obama Snow or Snover, but 
if you're lucky enough to get one, it might be worth building up. It could be a little pricey to do so though. Not to mention you'd probably have to figure out how to TM the frustration away. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Your fast moves, Air Slash and Steel Wing. Air Slash is the better performer. Your charge moves, Brave Bird, Sky Attack, and Flash Cannon. Sky Attack is definitely one of the better move sets on it. Uh, Flash Cannon does not perform as well, and it takes too long to build up. I do have to TM Flash Cannon off of my Skarmory and hope to get Brave Bird. So this should be interesting. Seeing it, I don't know if it would keep you from having double sky attack, but uh, that'll be interesting to find out. Weaknesses, it only has two for this cup, is pretty good. Electric and fire. Fire bad, fire very bad. Uh, <laughs> resistances, it has plenty, so it's definitely worth keeping. If you don't have one built up yet, save your stardust and get it built. Poison, Steel, Ground, Dragon, Grass, Psychic, Flying, Bug, Normal, and Fairy. And you won't be seeing Ground in any of this. Or, excuse me, Rock in any of this. And it's not listed anyway. That's what I get. And your IV and Rank... Uh, IV and... Yeah, Ranking is level 27 and a half with an IV of 0, 15, 14. And again, that's just suggested. And of course, the final one in the top five, Altaria. Altaria is one of the top PvP go-tos, has been in Sylph Cup since uh, Sylph has been doing cups, and uh, if you don't have an Altaria built up, again, you're going to have to splurge some dust on it. It is definitely worth considering, and you'll definitely want to either spend some rare candy on it or put it as your buddy so you get those candies. Because if you've never evolved an Altaria, it takes 400 Suave Blue Candy. So you definitely want to set it as your buddy. And your moveset is going to be Dragon Breath, Sky Attack, and Dragon Pulse. Key wins against Vigoroth, Swampert, Ferrothorn, Zapdos, and Shadow Dragonite. Key losses, Galarian Stunfisk, Mantine, Skarmory, Wishcash, and Snow. And again, like I said, you're seeing some of these Pokemon show up in the losses that aren't even in the top five. So definitely look at those Pokemon that are not in the top five that are showing up in key losses. And you can kind of get some kind of idea as to which counters you want to pick for your team. All right, your fast moves are going to be Dragon Breath and Peck. 65 percentage preference for Dragon Breath. Peck is kind of a wimpy move. It, it is in the card game. It is in the video game. You definitely want the heavier move there. Your charged moves are Sky Check, Dragon Pulse, and Dazzling Gleam. Dazzling Gleam is okay, but Dragon Pulse hits harder. And of course, Sky Attack for any flying Pokemon is kind of standard. Your weaknesses and resistances. Weaknesses are Ice, Dragon, Fairy, and Rock, and you won't have to worry about Rock, it's banned. Resistances are Ground, Fire, Grass, Fighting, Water, and Bug. It, it has a few weaknesses that could cause problems, but it's got more resistances. It's a Stardy Birdie. And yes, I did that on purpose, and I don't care. You know, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just who I am. Your rank, level, and IV numbers are level 29 at rank, or at IV, 0, 14, 15. And pardon me, I'm late getting this recorded, so I'm trying to get everything out and I'm kind of running over my own words. So please forgive me for that. Now, 
some counters that I think are worth considering. This is my own thing that I've developed by looking through this list of the top five that are definitely worthwhile. You definitely want to consider these Pokemon. They're they're not fully 100% meta, but they're worth considering. Well, main meta anyway. And that's Ferrothorn, Swampert, Wishcash, Abomasnow, Vigoroth, and Zapdos. Now, Abomasnow does show up in the listing, I believe, as Shadow Abomasnow. But you definitely want to consider regular Abomasnow because you may not be able to pick up that Shadow. And for that Abomasnow, it's looking at the same moveset. And the wins and losses are kind of similar. However, Abomasnow can do some damage against some of the other Pokemon in the top five. Vigoroth just missed the top five. Its moveset is Counter Body Slam Bulldoze, and it wins against a couple of the ones in the top five. However, it is going to lose against a few others, Skarmory and Altaria being the main ones that it loses against, uh, and Mantine. But it's a sturdy little guy if you can build it right. Uh, if you've done PvP before and you've done like Jungle Cup, then you've got a good Vigoroth from Community Day that will have the Body Slam. That's the that's a minor problem though, because that Body Slam is a Community Day move, and you'll have to Elite TM it if you want it. Alternatively, you can look at using Brick Break. Again, this is another one of those weird situations where they suggest a move set that is Body Slam Bulldoze. But Bulldoze is the number three move that people are using. Brick Break is the number two move. So if you can't get Body Slam, Brick Break will work just fine. Another one you definitely want to consider that didn't make the top five list. In fact, I'm not even seeing it in the top ten. And that is my personal choice. Number 23 on the list, Wishcash. It didn't mute. It didn't even make the top 20, but is definitely worthwhile. Mudshot, Mud Bomb, Blizzard. It builds up the Mud Bomb really quick. You double up on Mud Bomb. You can try and shield bait somebody with it. Or just all out, out of nowhere, throw out a Blizzard if you can get away with it. It takes wins against Galarian, Stunfisk, Altaria, Swampert, Zapdos, and Victini. These are all top 20 Pokemon. And the fact that it can do that... And it's squishy. It takes a hit. It's what I consider squishy. Other people call other Pokemon. I I don't know exactly what the proper definition for squishy Pokemon is. But for me, Wishcash is a squishy fishy. Yes, again, I don't care. I did that on purpose. He is squishy to me. He takes a hit and he dishes out just as well. Anytime he shows up as key in the meta and he shows up as key in the simplified meta as well. He may be 23 on the list, but he is pretty good and definitely worthwhile. So if you don't have one yet, look for some Barboach. Get one as your buddy and start walking it because Wishcash is definitely worthwhile. He's a little on the cheaper end of the budget as well. So Definitely worth considering. And then, of course, let's see. Who have I not looked at? Swampert is number 20. He is at the very bottom of the num- of the 20. But he shows up as one of the key counters against the top five. He takes wins on Stunfisk, Skarmory, both the Abomasnows, and Victini. So he takes pretty good wins there. He does have issues with Mantine, Vigoroth, Altaria, Wishcash, and Zapdos. But... Not everybody's perfect. You're going to want Mudshot, Hydro Cannon, and Sludge Wave. 
if you can't get Hydro Cannon, again, Muddy Water is a pretty decent move to consider. And again, Sludge Wave is the number four move listed. Your moves that are hitting higher than that in use, Hydro Cannon, Muddy Water, and Surf. They're suggesting mud wi- uh, this Sludge Wave, but Surf is being used more. So you can also consider that as well. And again, the suggestions listed on PV Poke are just that. They're just suggestions. You can try and do some spicy picks and go off meta, but be forewarned, it might not go as well as you want. Or you could get lucky and hit the, the one oddball Pokemon in the list for the meta that just destroys everything. Who knows? Meta is a fluid thing, so the meta for Sunrise Cup, as we all start playing when October 1st hits, it's going to shift and it's going to change. So look out for that as well. The last of these counters to consider that I'm going to go over before I take a break and then get into the nifty or thrifty is going to be Zapdos. I already covered Obama Snow in the Shadow Obama Snow, so those are kind of similar enough. The only reason Shadow ranks higher is because it does have the Shadow Damage bonus. So let's take a look at Zapdos. Your move set's going to be Thundershock, Drill Peck, and Thunderbolt. And uh, it does pretty good. It's going to take out that Skarmory. Because Skarmory, again, it doesn't like Electric and it doesn't like Fire. It also does pretty good damage against Water Pokemon, Swampert, and Mantine. Uh, as well as Vigoroth. Now, if you do get into some issues again. Water or electric and fire is going to cause you problems. But Thundershock, if you can get it, it is uh, a TM exclusive move, so you will have to elite TM that. Its other fast move is Charge Beam. So if you can't get the Thundershock, you will be stuck with Charge Beam. Charge moves Drill Peck, Thunderbolt, Ancient Power, Thunder, and Zap Cannon. Uh, they're suggesting Drill Peck and Thunderbolt, which are the top two most used moves. Drill Peck can do some damage. So he's definitely a counter worth considering. Not to be taken lightly either. Alrighty, that is... A little bit further than I expected to go with this. I didn't expect to get um, almost 30 minutes in on all of this. All right, I'm going to take a break for some water. I will be back in just a moment. We're going to cover the nifty or thrifty article from JRE Seawolf and talk about what your budget picks for the Sunrise Cup are. And then we're going to get into your Pokemon of the week. And of course, finish everything out with your AP Battle Academy, talking about the third shield. I'll be back in just a moment. Alrighty, let's get back into it. First off, we are going to start with the regular shameless self-promotion. I hate doing promo, but... It's what gets the show out, I guess. (laughs) If you're interested in contacting me with any information, uh, any questions, comments, whatever, you can hit me up at my email address, anerdblog at gmail.com. Check me out on Twitter for regular updates. My AR posts will always be on my Instagram. That's at anthisa.21. And of course, my Twitter handle is anthisa21. I will post whenever a new show is put up. I try to do regular updates and Pokemon posts as well as just shooting the breeze with anybody. So if you want to chat with me on there, I am all for chatting. Questions or comments, you can DM me at any of those. And you can check out my other podcast, Catan Public Radio, where I am trying to do regular bi-weekly posts about Catan World Explorers and I and Tech's new game that is 
going to be going global hopefully before the end of the year. It is currently on beta in New Zealand. And uh, I try to keep up-to-date information on that as well. All of my stuff, of course, hosted through Red Circle, a free podcast hosting provider. They help you with all the setup for any podcasting that you want to do. is completely free. And they do all of the posting for you. You just download, type in your information, and hit the submit button. It's been great so far. They've, I've, it's been a godsend, really. And of course, you can also check out that that merch plug. My Teespring shop at Teespring.com/shops/PegasusPodcast, or you can just go on the shop on the Teespring site, search Pegasus Podcast and Gaming, and you will get access to my merch store if you're interested. T-shirts, masks, mugs, you name it. Um, you'll get merch for Pegasus Podcast and Gaming as well as Battle Academy and Catan Public Radio. Again, I will hopefully, hopefully have a Patreon set up by the next episode. I have been saying this for at least a month now. Um... <laughs> Hopefully I will get that eventually set up if you're interested in supporting me that way. I also thought about the possibility of doing a Kofi link um, just out of curiosity and see if anybody's interested in that. Um, if I do set up a Kofi link, I'd be willing to do uh, wallpapers for phones and, and computers and tablets for like a 2 to $3 donation. I have no problem with that. Again, if you're interested in Pokemon Go AR, I try to keep a regular update going on on my page on Instagram at anthisa.21. All right, now that the ugly part of the show is over, <laughs> I swear I try, I I try to do what I can, but um, it's it's one of those things that's the necessary evil. I don't like doing promo because I feel like I'm pushing it on you guys. But um, again, if you're this far into the show, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. As always, I appreciate all listeners, all support, any comments, questions, constructive feedback. I love constructive feedback. Greatly, greatly appreciated. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this show. I think this is going to be the longest show I've ever done. All right, nifty or thrifty article. We're going to talk battle on a budget. What are your budget options for the Sunrise Cup? Right off the top, your your uh, budget picks by J.R.E. Seawolf are going to be your 10,000 Dust 25 Candy Pokemon. There are some Legacy and Community Day moves in here. So you definitely want to consider the possibility if you've already got C-Day Pokemon, definitely dig through those. Venusaur with Vine Whip, Frenzy Plant, and Sludge Bomb. Venusaur is always a good, good choice if you have grass options available. Uh, Meganium is a usual choice. However, due to the way the meta is set up, it is a little bit weak to what the meta is. So keep your Meganium probably on standby. Uh, I wouldn't even set them on the bench for this one. Charizard. Charizard, anytime fires up, Charizard's definitely a viable choice. Wing Attack or Fire Spin, Dragon Claw and Blast Burn or Overheat. Now, the reason why there's some ores in there is because there are some Legacy slash Community Day moves in there. So definitely take a look at your Charizards and see what's worthwhile there. Typhlosion, another starter. Starters usually end up 
and top budget picks for your Sylph Cups, whatever goes down. Typhlosion, Shadow Claw, and Blast Burn, or Solar Beam and Overheat. Blaziken, another Community Day starter. Counter, Blaze Kick, and Blast Burn, or Brave Bird, or Stone Edge. Blaziken does get access to Brave Bird. I'm not exactly sure how that works. I guess because it's a chicken. I'm not entirely sure, but definitely worth considering. Altaria is in your budget picks because if you've got a Swablu and you've got enough candy, it can get a second move pretty cheap. It's where you're going to get the 10,000 dust save on that. So look at your Swablus. It is one of the top five on PV Poke, so definitely, definitely dig through for those. You're going if you're playing any Sylph Cups that uh, for the Sunrise meta for the Sunrise Cup, you are definitely going to run into Altaria. So you're going to want to get one, and you're going to want to get a counter for one. Mantine also on the budget list because Mantike does get the second move baby discount. Bubble or Wing Attack or Bullet Seed, Bubble Beam and Ice Beam or Aerial Ace. So you're definitely going to want the bubble beam, whatever goes down. And again, I will list uh, the resource link for this Nifty or Thrifty article so that you can take a look at everything they say about them. I'm just trying to do this quickly because I want you guys to know this information. If you want to do more in-depth research, check the podcast description. I will link it there. Swampert, again, another community day starter. They always tend to show up here. Mudshot or Water Gun and Hydro Cannon or Sludge Wave Earthquake. And again, PV Poke said run Sludge Wave, although Earthquake runs just as well. Again, Wish Cash is your budget buddy. Uh, Mudshot, Water Gun, Mud Bomb, and Blizzard. I prefer Mudshot to Water Gun. Uh, it, It fires off a little bit faster, I believe. Uh, it's a great counter to things. It's not in the top 20, but he's definitely worth considering. He does do damage. He does take damage. Gyarados. This is one we haven't talked about. Waterfall, Dragon Breath, and Aqua Tail or Crunch and Outrage. Definitely worth considering. Uh, Lanoon, Galarian Lanoon, and Obstagoon. Relatively new, the Galarian forms. Definitely worth considering. I like Obstagoon and I like playing with him. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into detail on those, but Shadow Claw and Snarl and Counter are your fast moves. And of course, uh, regular Lanoon has access to Grass Knot, which is always worthwhile, especially if you're encountering a water, um, as well as Thunder. So that's going to be an interesting combo on a normal Pokemon. The other ones you're looking at, Gunk Shot for sure on both of those at least. Uh, Lolan Raticate. This one kind of comes out of the blue, but do not ever underestimate a Lolan Raticate. It can be a pain in the butt to deal with if you're not prepared for it. Quick Attack, Crunch and Hyper Fang or Hyper Beam. It's a sturdy Pokemon and it can do some damage. Noctowl, uh, Wing Attack, Sky Attack, and Psychic. Pidgeot. Now, the listing here includes Gust, but with the Flying Cup and Pokemon Go Battle Knight being postponed, we don't have access to Gust. So that may not give Pidgeot a, uh, the advantage that we all originally thought it was going to have, so it may not be worthwhile to consider. You also have access to a few others worth mentioning. Golbat, Wigglytuff, 
Whimsicott, if you can get it, if you were lucky enough to get one. Uh, again, not listed. Meganium, Munchlax, Bibarel, and Cherum have all been cut. And he believes they're not really worth putting any of your money into. And that is your budget list. Uh, the ones you're going to want to splurge on, a little heavier to look at. Uh, there are a list for Razor Leafers in 50,000 Dust, 50 Candy, as well as Alolan Marowak, Alolan, uh, regular Nine Tails, and Arcanine. Definitely worth considering. Togekiss, that's going to be a little bit harder. Pelipper, I've not seen very many Wingles around. Honchcrow, you could probably get one of those built up pretty quickly. Jumpluff. Jumpluff is one of those oddballs that you didn't really think would actually be worth considering. Bullet Seed, Aerial Ace, and Energy Ball. If you're interested in the Jumpluff, definitely check out this article. Uh, Shiftry, which has been a major player before. Again, Obama Snow. Ludicolo, which has been a player before in an earlier cup. Quagsire. Quagsire is a nightmare. I've been trying to find a good one. He's wrecks Go Battle League sometimes. It's interesting. Zangoose. Bouffalant, if you're lucky enough to have gotten one. And then, of course, your high-end splurges. The, the ones that will cause you incredible debt. Skarmory. Galarian Stunfisk. He's not cheap. Regular Stunfisk. Gligar, Gliscor, Flygon, Tropius, if you're lucky enough to have him, he is region locked. Ferrothorn, Driftblim, which I already have a Driftblim built up, so I may look at him. Dragonite, Vigoroth, again, not cheap. Snorlax, and then of course, there are only a few in the high-end dust and candy cost, and they are the legendaries, Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, Lugia, and Victini. So that's just... The options that you have to look up, he does have a section for feeling lucky. One that might be worth a chance, it might turn out well. This could be the spicy meta pick that goes from being anti-meta to being meta. And that is a Molga, if you have a good one. And that is a quick rundown of the nifty or thrifty. I personally prefer to try not to delve into spending too much dust. Um, and again, the link to this article will be listed in the podcast description. Alrighty. <laughs> that was a lot of info to cover. This has been a packed episode. I'm intrigued. All right. Your Pokemon of the week uh, based on PV Poke is quite expensive dust and candy-wise, and that is Galarian Stunfisk. He is the number one Pokemon in the meta, and again, we talked about him earlier. Mudshot, Rockslide, Earthquake. He wins Skarmory, Abomasnow, Altaria, Dragonite, Shadowform, Zapdos. Your losses are going to be Bantine, Vigoroth, Swampert, Wishcash, Ferrothorn. Again, all stuff that I've gone over earlier. Stunfisk kind of works like a more expensive wish cash to me um so if you want stunfisk on a budget definitely look at wish cash they are both very squishy what i consider to be squishy meaning they can take a hit and they can give a hit so he's definitely worth considering if you feel like you can't afford galarian stunfisk then definitely consider Wish Cash. It will definitely be cheaper and he will definitely perform somewhat the same. Now, he's not going to have access to some of the attack moves that uh, the Stunfisk will have, but 
he is still worth considering. So Galarian Stunfisk is your Pokemon for the week off of pvpoke.com. All right, last and certainly not least, our Battle Academy, our AP Battle Academy, uh, glossary term of the day is catching a charge move also known as the third shield you may have heard the term third shield used before and have been scratching your head over it so i definitely feel like this is worth bringing into the conversation especially going into the new season of Silphorina. and if you're a beginner beginner this is definitely something you want to consider it's a little difficult to do because you have to trust your timing and your gut instinct on it you may not always nail it perfectly so it's definitely worthwhile to find a sparring partner and practice this one out the stadiumgaming.gg glossary definition for this is switching a pokemon in anticipation of a charge move from your opponent the third shield is a specific example of this situation where switching in a low HP Pokemon is perfectly timed such that it faints to the charge move to preserve the other Pokemon. This is basically something that you can use in like the very end of a match. And I have actually managed to pull this off once. (laughs) It is a difficult move to master and basically the kind of situation that you're in, you have the counter against your opponent, you have the counter advantage, meaning you're doing more damage to them. You know a charge move is coming. You have a Pokemon in the back. You time it just right. You hit that switch button right as they hit their charge move, and that is going to switch to your Pokemon that has the lesser amount of HP left. Yeah, you're going to lose your Pokemon, but you have preserved your counter advantage, and that is going to help you possibly eke out the win in the end. Definitely, definitely a move worth practicing with a sparring partner. Alrighty, that is a lot packed into this episode. It, I find it interesting. I'm, I'm wondering if every Sylph cup that I try to do breakdowns on are going to be like this, because this could be really interesting. Alrighty, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Uh, pardon me and my tangents. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I hope you have found a lot of information here. If there's anything you're not sure about, if there's anything you want to look into deeper, check out the podcast description. I will all all the links there for you. Pardon my speaking. And uh, make sure those are accessible to you. And if you have any questions, by all means, message me. My DMs are open on Twitter and on Instagram. And of course, you can hit up my Gmail account, anerdblog at gmail.com. Always open, always uh, listening and willing to do what I can to help you out. Thanks so much. I hope you have a wonderful time of day it is wherever you're at. I'll see you guys next week. Good luck on your sunrise cups. <laughs>